1: Hello and welcome to the Blueprint Review Podcast in Cannes. Um, we're going to be here again for another 15-20 minute podcast to kind of review another three films today. We're going to look at the competition films The Captive, um, The Wild Tales and the Uncertain Regard film, The Disappearance of Al- Elena and the Rigby, Them. Um, yeah, so like I said, it's me and Chris here again, so we're going to go um, straight into it. So yeah, we'll start off with The Captive, which is the first of those three that we saw. Um, and it's uh, directed by um, Atom Goyan. Um, obviously, he's, just, he's kind of career kicked off with of *The Sweet Hereafter*, and in a sense, sort of landscape-wise, it sort of got a similar feel to it than that. Um, yeah, so the film is um, stars Ryan Reynolds and a couple of actors who I'm not familiar with, t- to be honest. Um, and they're a young young couple, and their daughter, their young daughter, gets um, kidnapped. And years later, she's you know no, no trace of her, and they don't know if she's been killed or. Or what? But then some new news, some new evidence comes that she's actually was kidnapped um, to be a part of a pedophile ring, and is used as bait to entice girls for this ring. And it's about a sort of a police investigation and how it affects the family and the sort of destruction of the of the events within that, and about how they can try and get back their daughter and obviously stop this ring. Um, I mean, I, I'll just kind of start us off, I suppose. I mean, that you know, that sounds like an interesting concept. Yeah, very. Um, interesting. Unfortunately, the film itself is sort of. Almost laughably bad. I will just say that, to start us off, is that I kind of found it entertaining in a kind of really cheesy, kind of crap film way. But it was, was, you know, for Cannes, especially where a lot of the time you can be bored silly, That I did find it quite, you know, I was never bored. I laughed a lot. You know, it didn't want me to laugh at it, but I did laugh a lot. Um, And in a way... um, for me it sort of suffered a similar problem to How I Found Mr. Turner in that tonally it was just really off that it, there, was, there wasn't a consistent tone to it so on the one hand I think Ryan Reynolds gives a really great performance to be honest and he's played with kind of real gravitas and it's re- with real integrity and real sort of emotional weight to it and those scenes with him and his family kind of really worked but then on the flip side the kind of villain the pedophile is this two dimensional sort of moustache twirling style villain it's just
0: it's so comedy yeah it opens with this kind of um, him just like staring out the window, doesn't it? Just, what, listening to listen opera, listening to like Mozart and stuff, mm. and you think, oh, God, yeah, you it's, it's just straight away, he's ridiculous. Straight in, he's like, oh, but um, I mean, in back. Like, arguably, it was more enjoyable for me than Mr. Turner. Yeah, it's but, laughable, yeah. but you know, on a different on a different level.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'd rather watch. Oh, I'd, I wouldn't want to watch any of them again. But no, yeah, I would. It did yeah. bore me senses like Mr. Turner did. But on the on the other side, Mr. Turner is obviously a much more accomplished film. On technical and creative level, but but yeah, I mean, even the daughter as well. She just, I mean, the script is what really lets it down. It's it's it is preposterous what happens. It is laugh. It's like I say, I did laugh a lot in it, you know, and um, and but it is that. It's that there is a lot, a bit to admire in it, I suppose. But ultimately, the script, the contrivances, the sort of how preposterous it is, the sort of two dimensional sort of performances from. the main villain, his daughter, and I suppose even the the, the cops are pretty obvious. Rosaria Dawson's one of the one of the cops, and she was quite good. But the the other guys, like textbook villain cop, yeah. and, it, and it hints at this sort of like connected backstory, which they never explore, which is really bizarre. And
0: the the, the story also it takes place over like an, an eight year period. The gap is like eight years between most of the film takes place. Kind of, I'm guessing what they're seeing is modern day, but we we flip back to kind of eight years previous. But there's no real, there's no real obvious kind of. Definition between the two time periods, it, mm. it kind of blends into one. I didn't, I, didn't I, I particularly didn't like that. Yeah, it never felt like Defined where we where we were. It took me a while to kind of work out at what period we were at. Yeah,
1: um, it's quite disorientating, and obviously in certain films or certain you know it, it, that could really work. Yeah, but does. in this it just didn't. Yeah, it it just took you a little while to kind of get into you know to kind of figure out where we were because it it crossed a lot of time periods yeah. and a lot of story threads. Yeah. So it just yeah so it just didn't work. But like I said, I think mainly the script is what made it really weak. And you know and uh, yeah and it, because that's you know that's what kind of made it really the, the, the kind of villain and the daughter stuff really sort of you want know, to vomit inducing really. Yeah. Um, but yeah and it is getting absolutely panned. It's the worst reviewed film at, at, yeah. in the competition and and it is just something. I one I read was really funny obviously because Grace and Monaco got absolutely ripped. And you know yeah. is it's the worst film that's ever opened can you know? And then there's um, a review which said um, after watching the captive. Grace of Monaco doesn't seem so ridiculous after all. <laughs> uh, which I think says a lot. It was sort of preposterous. Um so the next film we you know, we'll do the competition film, which is um, Wild Tales. Do you want to um yeah, yeah, just give us a that. brief
0: overview of that? So Wild Tales is uh, it's kind of a, it's an episodic film, it's it's six separate stories, each of quite quite differing lengths. It kind of it was like a five-minute opening piece and then some of a longer kind of twenty-minute films. Um Kind of darkly comic um, episodes, really. Um, I don't know how to explain. I don't really want to explain each one, no, but yeah, there's yeah. a couple. There's a couple of highlights, really, in terms of like the the opening three. I think for both of us were the strongest. It, it, it ends slightly better as well, but um, so like the opening film, it's a there's like a um, a woman on a plane, and she starts chatting to the guy next to him, and they both happen to know the same person, and then it, it's like the, it's this stupid little comic skit, really, um, where everybody on the plane suddenly starts to know everybody, and it's 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 weird. It's a weird one to describe, really, what what's happening, but they're just they're tiny little. Um, episode really and that was a nice opening and it was totally unexpected this this level of comedy and it was genuinely quite funny and then you go into the next one and, and it's totally different style of sort of comedy but you start to get this theme of like everything's always ends up in kind of tragedy or the, like, like for instance the, like the pl- planes crashing and stuff and people killing each other and it's always, it just starts to, by the, I think, episode three, you just know exactly where each episode is going to end. It's going to end on some kind of tragedy or someone's going to, um, kind of, it's always it's always like revenge, isn't it? Um, and it just starts to tire a little bit. And it's kind of like, the the humour just, it's all right, but it's a little bit kind of forced. And you know, some of the characters are quite nice and they're, they're nice little... You know, nice little stories, and it's nice that you can you know it's it's episodic, so you can just you go straight to the next one. If someone doesn't quite hit, you just you straight into the next one. You go, all oh, right, fair enough, next one. And you know, you can find <coughs> little films that you like, but it's as a whole, I th- I'm not viewing it like a film. It's a series of little episodes which were mildly amusing in parts, and it was generally an enjoyable hour and a half in the cinema, but. It's not a film for me. It's, I mean, what what, do you, what do you think? Um, yeah, I mean, it's similar.
1: It is, yeah, it, it, it isn't... I mean, obviously, people, you could argue that, oh, you know, of course it's a film, you've got to be broad in your mind or whatever, but it is six short films yeah. slapped together with the common theme, obviously it's called Wild Tales, with a the common theme of escalating madness. Um, and yeah, I mean, yeah, I suppose I don't differ too much from what you're saying. I mean, it, you know, the like i said the opening one is easily the best one and it was a fantastic opening and it just got slowly sort of worse from there and but whether each individual story did get worse or i just got bored of the concept because you know there was no connection between them other other than theme um there was no kind of you know it was completely random to each other they could have been played yeah. in any order It wouldn't have made a difference and because of that you just sort of get bored because there's nothing really pulling you through and there's nothing yeah. you know there's it,
0: no- i think if 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 each if each episode had kind of Linked a little bit more. there would been, been like p- a thread running through, or even like a couple of characters yeah. change around, it, or if it was characters in six different scenarios, or it, it just needed that link between the six episodes yeah, to really kind of help you ca- like carry it along.
1: Yeah, but it's because it didn't have that. I just got really bored, and I did find it quite hu- humorous. I was I Yeah, was, but
0: but, it, but it, you by the end I wasn't. You're I mean, like, oh, I know. Yeah, you kind of know what's coming,
1: and yeah. So by that, the sort of yeah by the by the middle. I was just like yeah okay you've lost me now it's, it's kind of but like I say for again for Cannes it's a very surprising film for being part of the festival there um and it was you know you know obviously we went to the kind of gala premiere and it was always kind yeah. of good fun and stuff so it's you know it's good atmosphere and the crowd was really really supportive really of it, it and, really and I it. think it, it was just good to see the sort of casting crew and obviously because it's you know clearly a big deal for them as well and mm. so I think it's you know it was, it, so it was good on that level but but ultimately yeah it just it, it just won not enough it was, you know it looked great it was you know high production values it, but yeah, just a bit too dull by the end, really. And I think you just could, you know, with something like that, it just it just need a little bit more. It needs a bit more thought in kind of which stories you're choosing, and you know, a little bit more on top of them. Like I said, just to connect them, to hang them together. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so yeah, it was
0: all right. It was all right. Yeah, and enjoyable.
1: Yeah. Um, so yeah, so the last film we'll talk about is a film we saw yesterday, and it is a film called The Disappearance of Eleanor Rigby, and that film. Um, it's called yeah them. I think obviously I was reading about it, and I think it was played at Toronto. Toronto was it? As, yeah? As
0: two films back to back, so it's it was disappearance of Eleanor Rigby, him and her. So I think it was. I think they chopped nearly seventy minutes out of this mm. reedited kind of mashup. Um, and well, I think it shows. Um, mm. But yeah, if we kind of go into it, it's. Um, it stars uh, James McAvoy and uh, Jessica Chastain, um, who are this kind of couple in love, based in New York. Um, and at the beginning of the film, a, a tragedy hits um, the couple, and the rest of the film essentially is the couple then trying to deal with the tragedy. And you know they're split up, and it's their it's their sort of it's their individual stories on. Trying to get back together, or you know, or one trying to get back to it. The, the relationship playing out over how many? Does it play out of many years? I don't think it does. Does it? No, it's kind of a short period of time, I think. But um yeah, in in my mind, it was it was it was an. I was really enjoying watching it. It was it was it was it was, it was beautiful to, like to watch. It had had a great cast. I think the the standout, you know, James McAvoy and. Jessica Chastain. Just, they were they were fantastic characters. I I wanted to watch them on screen, but again, the script was just lacking. There wasn't wasn't enough really happening. But I think it's the re-edit that's probably the cause of the problem. I'm I'm really interested to watch the original two separate films back to back to really see if we get kind of if, if we can, I think we we never really find out enough about each of the characters. It's we 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 flick away, and we you never really believe that they they're sort of in this tragedy that they've got, and you never really understand what what exactly has happened. And yet, that wouldn't be too bad if we explored their stories and their emotions more, and maybe you could make up your own mind exactly what has happened or how it happened. Things like this. So, I think the lack of time and the lack of you know being able to. Delve into these characters; it's just really just lets it down in the end. Um, from what could be, you know, an interesting story, um, it's you know, say really well acted, but it's it's just it's just lacking that that grab. in you, you kind of you, I, I want to like this character. I want I want to find out more about you. I want to know what your struggle is, but you're just you know, not letting me do it.
1: Yeah, I mean. Yeah, it's kind of sort of a common theme that we keep saying, isn't it? That there's always something a little bit missing, but something that's kind of really pulling you through. Um, Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was was okay. It was yeah, it was it was all right. But but again, I think it was just. I mean, obviously, we don't know if it's just the edit. We don't know what's in the in the other version. But there was a lot sort of stripped away, a lot missing. There's a lot of work for us to do about you know, kind of obviously what happened, how they're feeling, what's gone on in their relationship. And I don't usually mind that, but. I don't think it was replaced with enough just to to keep me engaged, and and obviously you know wh- roughly what has happened to them. Obviously their their son has died, yeah. but at the same time it just it never felt really believable to me, and it you know they ne- you never
0: play on the su- you never they never really talk about the son.
1: Yeah, I mean, which you know in in certain things <laughs> left- of it that may be sort of like they may. It, it could be, like, a very realistic portrayal of how somebody would react in that. But for some reason, watching it, it never felt genuinely believable. Like, I never really felt like tragedy had hit them. And...
0: For me, it felt like the tragedy was the breakup of the relationship rather than the the child mm. dying. Yeah. They were, it felt, for me, like they weren't grieving for the child. They were grieving for the relationship. And that's what kind of didn't work. And because we never, we never really mention the child it just becomes this relationship story it's like well hang on actually what the reason for all this is the you know the the death of your child and they just they never seem to want to talk about it which you know they could it could be a you know that's an interesting kind of concept maybe it's their way of you know dealing with the situation but you never you never get that from it
1: yeah I mean but that's I mean that's I th- I th- yeah the fact that they don't speak about the child kind of you know it kind of makes sense but you, but you, you, the subtext of it isn't coming through enough. Yeah. Like, you don't really get the kind of weight of it. And it just, so it doesn't feel, so it doesn't feel weighty enough. It just felt quite, it was, like you say, it was, yeah, it was quite entertaining. They were really good. It was, but they, they didn't really have this sort of massive weight underneath it, which is sort of bubbling through, which should have, surely, mm-hmm. on something so tragic as that. So it just felt a bit bizarre. It was almost like you could cut the child dying bit off, out of the whole film. And you could easily do that easily. You wouldn't take much. And it would be the same film. Yeah. film. Yeah, it's almost that tragedy doesn't support the level of performance and the kind of subtext yeah. so of emotion that's coming through. Relationship yeah,
0: relationship story and almost this tale of uh, you know two people in New York. Yeah, and
1: and ultimately, again, you know, it doesn't quite go anywhere or. You know, not nothing much happens within their relationship, and within what happens for it to be really interesting, even a really interesting look at this relationship, and mm-hmm. and it's just and because of the obviously the tragedy, it doesn't really play on a wit or a comedy or a, a nice of niceness of touches. A couple of really nice moments, but there, there weren't enough of them for it to be this sort of yeah. re, re, love story. This guy. so it just so it sort of misses them out big, you know, quite yeah. a lot, in what it's intended to do. But saying that. Again, it was a decent. I enjoyed of it, and couple it, it, of hours, it was yeah. enough
0: to, to carry me through. And you know, but it's just it, it's. I, I want to. It, I like it enough to want to watch the, the other two, two. versions. Yeah, I've, because I've, I could watch them again. Yeah, I've, I could watch that.
1: The, the, the thing is, it's one of them where you almost just think there's so much to like about it. You almost you disappoint. you's like, I wish it was better. Yeah it could be so easily much more and it's there's this hope that there's no. something
0: out there that's going to that's gonna make it But yeah the
1: kind of two versions could be yeah, and it could bring that out a lot Um, so, but the idea of watching a three hour film never kind of fills me with a joy no. more than that it would be but yeah
0: but so, you could watch them in two hours <laughs> yeah <I> watching <laughs> one at one age <laughs>
1: um, yeah so they're the three films we've seen today um, we'll do another podcast in a couple of days and we'll do another three films we may be joined by somebody else for the next ones we'll see Um, yeah and we'll just keep going I think we're having a bit of a rest day today sort of halfway through the festival we're a bit knackered a bit a bit you know sleep deprived a bit not hung over but you know we're not feeling too too great so we just need a bit of a, a rest day watch catch a film later on hopefully and um, get some food and stuff but um yeah so we'll be back in a couple of days okay thank you bye bye bye